Welcome to Naked and Counting, the longest-running podcast serving the Afro-Latin dance community. I'm Magna Gopal. And I'm Leon Rose. We're here to discuss the topics that you want to hear in an informative and light-hearted way. Good afternoon, Leon. Afternoon. Why are you exposing what time of day it is? Actually, technically, it's morning. But I was, I was trying to accommodate you by saying afternoon. Well, well, thank you. Uh, good, uh, good morning to you, Magna. And <laughs> hello and good morning and afternoon. Good night, wherever you are listening to our wonderful award-winning podcast. And you know why it's award-winning? Because Magna, I award us the greatest podcast to have ever been made on the Latin dance scene. And has been uh, running the longest. That's what I. That's what I give us. I award us that. So congratulations, Magna. I will take that award. That is a great award, and I. I think that's very accurate. And I think you should pay for half of the award. So just uh, send me fifty euros <laughs> by uh, PayPal. <laughs> no problem. As soon as as soon as our next payment comes in for our other fees, I'll just you know take it from that or add it to that. <laughs> <laughs> so you mentioned recently. Uh, something that had happened with one of your students talking about the different attitudes or kind of snobbish attitudes rather in Cuban style dancers versus on or not on one on two but like in line cross body lead style dancers what was the uh, what was the question or the comment that your student had asked um so it's basically it's a it's a the longest not controversy, but the, the longest thing that people have been talking about from I've been dancing, you know, styles within salsa. I'm only talking within salsa. And I guess they have it within bachata as well now. And even in Gizomba, you know, traditional dancers compared to uh, the modern uh, Giz, urban Giz dancers. But it was like, uh, it was really like the crossbody dancers, as we call them, in the UK and Cuban, you know, and there was this kind of there was this kind of thing where you know you, you didn't appreciate if you are online dancer if you're a crossbody dancer you didn't really appreciate cuban music you didn't really appreciate cuban dancers dancing around you um uh, and it got to the point where um you know it, it felt like people uh even me i got into it when i i started cuban style which is the the funniest thing what i thought was cuban style and then I started learning this crossbody thing. And then I'm starting to listen to everybody around me saying, oh, Cuban style is this and that. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, all right. So, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I've been, my foot's been stepped on and it happened to be somebody from a Cuban style, even though everybody stepped on my foot on the dance floor. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so this is basically what my student was talking about is basically, um, you know, people complaining about other styles and not really being able to appreciate uh, the music as well, because they, they associate the music with the dance and uh, the dance with the music. So it becomes this whole thing. It's interesting because I also started similar to you when I started dancing in Toronto, we were dancing Again, I don't even want to label it a style because I'm not entirely sure what the hell I was dancing, but it was very circular. It was very rotational, but everyone was doing that. So it was common. Bumping into somebody else was just the norm of the dance. And then uh, on one in line got introduced and then on two in line got introduced. And 
I remember the attitudes, like you were saying, you, you get that influence from other people, like the New York dancers and instructors started coming to Toronto and they were just like, the fuck is going on here? Why is everyone bumping into me? You know, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Mind those guys came over to London as well, said the same thing. Yeah, like, mind your space. I'm in my slot. Like, stop coming into my slot. And I initially, when I first started dancing, I didn't care. I was just, I was just happy to be on the dance floor. But then once I started getting to into the crossbody lead style, I was also starting to feel frustrated by people that didn't dance in a slot. And it is, it is a challenge because I don't, I don't think that there's any issue with either of the styles. I think they're both great. I have obviously a preference for one over the other, but I'm not. Um, averse to dancing both or any any dance style really but I think it's the location you know it's the environment within which people are dancing and what you're experienced in because it's not even like accepting another dance style it's like if you're dancing in line and someone's dancing circular and they're dancing and bumping into you you're going to be frustrated even if you're capable of dancing like them because then you need to make sure your partner can do the same, right? Like if your partner is not really comfortable following or leading out of a slot, then they're going to have a difficult time with those dancers around them because they're not going to be able to adapt and adjust and move around to not get bumped into or to not bump into them, right? So I think like in New York, for example, there's not much of a uh, Cuban social scene. Not that I'm aware of. I'm sure there are some parties that are just for like Cuban dancers, but most of them are crossbody lead style dancers. So everywhere you go, you don't really have to worry about that unless someone new comes in and they bring their own partner and they're just dancing with each other, you know, but everybody else is used to dancing in a slot and places like Florida, you know, where you have a heavy Cuban influence. I don't think that it's even the events because like the event that I went to where I was teaching that was a uh, kind of more of an on two on one like crossbody lead style event. So you didn't have Cuban dancers, even though Miami is full of Cuban dancers uh, in that scene, right? So I think it's more like when you go to a club, a nightclub, where or maybe a congress, right, where you end up with mixes of dancers, people dancing different styles, all on the same floor. So the biggest thing for let's say the crossbody dancers is the the space right is is about you know dancing in your own spot and whatever mm -hmm. so what i hear from the other side is because i was speaking to this girl and she was saying to me that she would never ever want to learn this porto that's what they call it in france puerto, puerto rican style and uh she never learned that because the people are stuck up and they don't know how to have fun they're all stiff and this and that you know and and i could understand her point i could understand her point because i i i fell in love with cuban style after i thought i learned cuban style mm. so mm -hmm. i was in this mindset so my story is this so i uh started what, with what i really thought was cuban style it was kind of this hybrid mix of colombian and uh, and cuban and, and and whatever the the, the teachers were being influenced by at that time which wasn't much because there wasn't any um the internet for them to learn you know there wasn't right. no youtube at least anyway right so um 
I got into the, the crossbody style and then I went to France and I was already teaching and I, I, I made this comment. I said, yeah, these cross, uh, these Cuban style dancers that, you know, they don't know about space and they're all over the place and this and that. And, and, and I, I, I can't remember what else I said, but I said something, someone come up to me and said, what the hell are you talking about? You know nothing about Cuban style. And I actually went to a Cuban party and I, I saw how much fun they were having. I had to relearn Cuban style because these guys, I, I was already doing my crazy moves, but these guys in Paris were doing crazy moves within the Cuban style. And that's what I was it, loved at the time. So it was like, wow, it like opened my eyes and I kind of had a, a, a new or a, a, yeah, newfound love for the, the Cuban style. So I can appreciate when the music comes on and I really want to dance with whoever's in front of me. I'd want to dance Cuban style with them. And another thing that came from the, the crossbody side was that they didn't like the music because it was maybe too rich for their ears. You mm. know, they this is this is what's happened everybody knows well i'm sure there's a lot of people that know the history of um how the music changed when it came from cuba and went to new york and they mm -hmm. took certain instruments out to make it a little bit more palatable right for certain ears and i i can imagine some people feel that the, the cuban music is is too rich and they can't understand they can't find the count where they would find it normally so that's one of the things I hear from that side. And I guess on the other side, some people say, oh, this uh, is mambo music. This uh, this New York mambo music is uh, it's not really, I don't know. I've never heard that, but maybe someone might say that. I've never heard anybody criticize the music from over there, from uh, the Cuban side, but uh, I've heard it the other way around. Well, I guess then it's kind of threefold, right? You have one is the conflict between the styles in terms of the space that they use yeah. because online or crossbody lead style is more of a slotted dance so you can like slot people and you can have your entire complicated or simple dance and not really bump into anybody else and then you have cuban which has a little bit more of a rotational aspect to it so the reference points are harder to find and so when you put those two together there is a possible chance of collision then you have that element of um, appreciating another dance when you when you don't really know it, right? Like to, to be able to appreciate another dance for its own richness when you don't know it and you've never been taught it or everything you've heard about it is kind of on that negative level because Cuban dancers are like, oh, these, the, if they are saying this, but Cuban dancers are saying, okay, these online um Cross by lead style dancers are so stuck up. Everything is so rigid. And then cross by <laughs> like, lead... a, are you a snub kind of yeah. thing? Yeah, uh, smooth. <laughs> <laughs> that was, I don't know if that was well-placed, Leon, but yeah. So Cuban dancers saying this and then cross by lead style dancers being frustrated by Cuban dancers not being able to keep their space. And then the third part is as a result of that, not wanting or not being able to appreciate the music the richness of both sides of the music, actually, you know, they, they both bring a lot of richness to it, but not being able to appreciate the other, other aspect or the other style because you are not familiar and are not comfortable uh, enough to adapt and appreciate the dance itself. So I think that, I mean, I don't think that everyone needs to go and learn every style 
especially if you, again, we've talked about this in past episodes, but if you don't have a community and you're not really traveling and all you're going to be doing is dancing within your location, your city, then your, your best bet is to improve upon the style that everyone else dances in that city so that you can have the most fun. Because if you come in trying to do something else and nobody else is doing it, you're going to feel really frustrated and left out. And you're not going to get to improve either one of those styles because you're not getting the practice that you need in either one of those styles. But I think the attitude part that you're saying, you know, the snob, snobbish attitude, right, that people might have, um, I agree. When I see Cuban dancers, they definitely look like they're having a ball of a time. I mean, there's smiles all around. There's uh, just a lightness to the air. The music is also quite energetic and pumped up and has that feel that makes you want to smile. Whereas mumble music sometimes has like a very minor key, kind of keeps you like, hmm, let me focus, let me stay contained. Um, I, I don't know, to be honest, like the, the controversy between it, I would say I've also learned a lot over the years how to appreciate different styles of dances. But I know when I first started, whatever it was that I was focused on, the, the community, whatever style they were dancing, that kind of influenced how I viewed other dances until I was able to be more exposed and get a chance to experience it, the fun, actually. So one of the biggest things, again, I, I forgot about this, but one of the biggest things I heard from the, the, that came out of the Cuban start, uh, side of this argument was that the, the cross-body lead dancers don't know how to feel the music. And that was that was one of the biggest things that I saw, like how they, you know, they, they're just dancing by numbers and that's it. And I, I I came came back and I looked and I said, you know, yeah, where I where I was in London, mm. it did become about moves. Right. There were people feeling it in certain ways, but it was really about moves. We was me and Super Mario were just making up moves all the time. And other people around were doing the same kind of thing. So, and then I went to Puerto Rico and this is my point. I saw the, I went into this little, after the, uh, after the Congress, uh, we went into this little bar and in this bar, it was tiny. And I saw Felipe Palanco in there. It was like 2000. I must've been about three. And, um, Felipe Palanco was in there and they were playing some real, Cuban music, you know, with the bass line and you, you could feel the, you could feel it, you know, and these Puerto Rican dancers were dancing to that. They would do like their crossbody moves, like a crossbody inside turn. But when they let go, they let go. And I was like, wow, there is, there is, there is the ability to combine that feeling with the technique. For sure. I mean, New York, you see that too. If you go to a nightclub, not a salsa party nightclub, but like a band, you know, yeah. the band is playing and you see some of the old school dancers, they're not yeah. dancing Cuban and rotational, they're dancing in line, but they have this feel where they're just like completely absorbed into the music. And I think that goes back to, again, something we've covered in many of our past episodes, if you decide you want to go back and, and listen to them. But there is an element of influence that instructors and leaders in the community have to open their students' minds. 
Like it's important to teach them technique. It's important to tell them this is how we are dancing this style. These are the rules of this style. Here are some moves that you can do. Here are patterns, here are shines, here's some styling, whatever. But you, you also need to teach them or give them tools to enjoy the music and learn how to feel the music and appreciate other styles of dances. Not to say that you got to go and learn that style, but at least be open-minded enough to appreciate that other styles exist and they exist in just as much enjoyment and richness and music and history as whatever it is that you're doing. And I, I really think the scene is, is bigger than like one instructor. I really think instead yeah, of, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, holding back your students, let's grow the scene. If Like personally, if a student comes to me, they want to learn Cuban style, I'm not teaching it. I would send them in the right direction. Right, right. I would look for the best instructor around and 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 put put point them in that direction, and that's the way we're going to enrich the scene. Because I think that's one one of the biggest things that we need to do is stop the snobbery and appreciate what we're all doing. And while you're appreciating, why not share this podcast with somebody that is maybe a snob, or maybe we can turn them around. Let's let's do that. Let's weaponize <laughs> this this podcast send it around to you, the biggest <laughs> snobs on the scene <laughs> and let's turn them around i like that idea if you want to share this podcast you can find this podcast anywhere spotify wherever you're listening to it but also apple itunes spotify soundcloud literally everywhere that podcasts are shared and don't forget to follow us on instagram at Naked and Counting, and on Facebook. Our Facebook page is where I get to have fun and I share all the bloopers that we have when we have our recording sessions. There are often many, Nonsense. many bloopers. Many bloopers, because, you know, Leon's so entertaining in, in other ways than he thinks he's entertaining. Nonsense. Catch you in the next episode. Guys. Until next time.